Hello, hello, beautiful people. Mi gente bella. Welcome, welcome to another edition of Santana Says. We talk about everything from Roblox to relationships, everything in between, and the overall journey of life. I am excited as always to bring you another edition of the show, but also to celebrate. So it is a celebration episode because one, uh, 30, this is officially 30 episodes into the podcast that I am super excited, super excited about, but also it's been officially an entire year, a whole year of Santana Says. It went by super fast, I would say. I, you know, not that we're always counting, but that's that year flew by for me. So definitely was, there was a lot that we were able to cover, there was a lot of topics that we were able to go over. So, of course, we're going to take some time to highlight that. But just pausing and, you know, just acknowledging that it has been an entire year of being able to bring awareness, have conversations on topics that aren't always talked about. I am overjoyed, honestly, to be even able to have that. For those who can see me, I'm also rocking my Santana Says shirt, which I had on my um, official birthday as well because of this birthday episode is just maybe like a week after the official official um, birthday. But... My birthday is on October 29th, and we launched the podcast last year exactly on October 28th, so the day before, and so we get to celebrate a birthday together, me and the podcast, so I'm super excited about that, love it. If anybody were to be interested, I mean, let me know, I guess, if you ever wanted it, but I do love it. Even when I made, uh, had the shirt made, it was, it was awesome to, like, go pick it up, and they were literally like, oh, is that you? <laughs> That's on there? So just to be able to have the brand, just to be able to have the platform, I can't celebrate or talk about that enough so I am super happy it's here that it has existed for this long and that you've been rocking so if you're here you're listening I know that means that you're participating in some way whether you're new or whether you've been here from the beginning and I don't know how to put have be able to capture enough in words how much that means to me and to this and to what we're doing and to the efforts that we're trying to cultivate and so it's been amazing I will also tell you that as I have mentioned to you all in the past, some a lot of the individuals that we brought on the show, all people I knew, you know what I'm saying, that I rocked with, that I've known, we've gone back to diapers, but there have been also people that I have intersected with through the work that I do as an advocate, as a person that's out in the community and things like that. For example, our most recent guest, Elena, was actually somebody I met just doing, we actually met doing our, it was a Roberto Clemente revitalization project of the park. And so now, um, I, like I mentioned before, I definitely plan to have Tanisha come back because that woman has catapulted. She's been doing so much. She brought back the baseball league. There's so much that I want her to be able to tell y'all about. But it was also Rosa's project. So actually Rosa, a whole nother individual that hasn't even been on the show yet, but who already does a lot of community projects. They put this all together. We go out there because, of course, we support it. We love it. While we're there, that is where she and I actually had a conversation. So for the first time. So I had never met her, never knew her, just felt a great energy. And, of course, if we're both there supporting, like, a community projects, obviously I feel like this is somebody I should probably get to know, you know, learn more from or at least connect with and so we did and so it actually started there but it was soon after I added her like on social media and all that that I saw that we also had other issues that tied us together and also common interests one of those being domestic violence so I just it's been amazing to know that but I also love that after she was on the show we started talking more about the nonprofit that she told you all about that she wants to bring back and how we might actually be able to work together to not only bring it up but maybe be able to serve on it, all those things. I promise y'all, had it not been for this kind of platform and having that opportunity, I don't know that we would have had that conversation organically any other way. We might have arrived to it in a different avenue. 
but it definitely happened because of that. It started with the conversation we had here, the fact that we were united and wanting to grow awareness, and now we might actually be serving together, like on her own nonprofit and being able to grow that. That's like incredible. There's no price tag that I can put on those kind of connections, and that's why I tell y'all that anytime you have something you want to start, anytime you have something that you're thinking about doing, there are definitely people that are here ready and waiting for you to do it. You know, and there are so many reasons why you should, you know, and if you're feeling that pull to do it, please do, because there's so many great benefits you can gain from it. There's so many people that you can touch. And again, there's so many people that are waiting in line just to know and see you shine in those ways. And I'm already like overjoyed that that's happening this way. And so there's that. Um, but it's also speaking of celebrations. I'm also feeling really good because we are coming to you from Ohio. Ohio, I'm sure many, I mean, election day happened all across the country, but in Ohio, we had two great victories that took place. We had two issues that were on the ballot. And, you know, I know we don't always get into elections and political things on the show, but what I want to, it's actually topics that we have talked about indirectly. And so one of them was there was an issue that was on the ballot about reproductive health. So that was one of them, whether or not those decisions should lie in the people actually making those decisions or if those or if it should be if there should be other individuals that should make the decisions for them. That was on the ballot. Uh, marijuana was also on the ballot, whether or not it should be legal and all those things happening. Both of these things to me are quite historic in nature because one the fact that we were even having to have reproductive health care on the ballot is because we were trying to reverse decades old decisions that had already been made. We were trying to reverse Roe v. Wade. You know, there was a lot of things that had happened in Ohio leading up to this moment where attacks were being made against reproductive health care. And so for it to even be on the ballot was frightening, but also, again, just indicative of our times where a lot of things are happening. So even the Edom freedoms that we felt like should never have to be questioned were being questioned at this time. And even choices that we feel like should lie in the hands of the people making them not everybody can agree with that. And that was not taking place. Issue one, which thank God passed. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. That was holding my breath, but it did pass. Was something that brought up a lot of debate amongst people. Reproductive health. And then here, well, here's the thing though, right? I'm saying reproductive health care um, because I feel like it has to do with that. <laughs> it absolutely does. But here's the thing that threw everybody off, right? Is that it had to do with abortion. So abortions was part of it. And you know, people had many issues about it they made it seem like one that that was the only thing which it wasn't it was it was about abortions being accessible to people but it was also about people being able to access services like abortion and being able to do that freely and not having not having it be outlawed quite frankly just not having it be outlawed and here's the thing what did people do like we do with a lot of issues like these they honed in on the abortion piece and especially those who are anti-abortions had all these things to say about it. And I get it because these are touchy subjects in the fact that there are some people who very, feel very strongly about not participating in things of that nature. That part I understand. Much like a lot of people have been contributing to the conversation about Israel and Palestine from many different angles. That also is something I understand because it's hard. You've either known somebody who's participated in that, you know, somebody affected by it. I get it. But there are also a lot of people who are contributing to the conversation who had never had an abortion, who have will never probably in their whole lifetimes ever have to even consider having an abortion or just never will, right? Because they're not in support of it. And what was fascinating to me, and it was great to see a lot of people show up in different ways in this conversation, was how many people 
felt like they needed to pass judgment, even though they were never going to participate in an abortion or, you know, be part of that. There were still people passing judgment on others and saying, this is something that should not happen. We should not allow this to occur. Be simply because they didn't agree with it. Simply because they didn't agree. <laughs> because they're not supportive of it. And because they never saw themselves taking part in it. And as always with human nature, it's always fascinating to know that we'll do that. That we will completely ridicule others and make them feel less than for something that honestly we shouldn't even be having to engage in a conversation about it if we're never even going to cross paths with that person or, you know, if it's something that we're, it's never going to personally affect us, but we still feel like we need to pass our opinion on it or we need to pass judgment on it. And how many other situations do we do that in? And when it came to marijuana, same thing. There are many people who are non-smokers who felt the need to judge others like this should not be legal. This is going to change everything. Newsflash is that one, there are people, there are many people that were already smoking <laughs> well before this became on the ballot. So we acted like it was some novel thing. This is also the thing that was interesting to me. We always think that when things become legal, that that is going to make the occurrence of those things increase. And it's the opposite, folks. I just want to make sure people are aware of this because it was interesting to see how people did not acknowledge that. Abortions don't go up. That doesn't always happen when they become legal. What happens is that they become safer. That, that's really what it is. They become safer and individuals don't have to go across state lines. They're not having to literally spend thousands of dollars going to other places to get it. It just allows it to be an accessible option for them. And here's the thing, when it comes to abortions, people are not just getting them because they want to kill their unborn children. That is not, that picture is such a horrific one to paint for people. And as a person that proudly works at Planned Parenthood, no, <laughs> I know firsthand that that is absolutely not the case, but also nobody arrives at that decision lightly. It's one that you actually have to spend time on, know about, and there's, and there's many reasons why people pursue it. I even heard people, honestly, even liberal folks who were saying that, but even, you know, these people pushing issue one and, you know, doing all that, like, honestly, it's, you know, it's frustrating hearing them talk about that because they they care so much about that issue, but they're, they're silent when it comes to other issues. I haven't actually seen that be the case, one, but two, they were also, a lot of those same people who were saying things like that were saying, you know, and even though I am all about, you know, I, I am pro-life, you know, and I find myself not wanting to, you know, do that, but at the same time can see pro-choice, like I can see, you know, the reasons why people would engage in that and all that. They were still very, they were still making it a black and white issue and making it seem like abortions only occur because of a birth control issue or because people don't have access to those things. That's not always why people make that choice. It could also be because they were the victims of an assault and no longer want to carry that child and be reminded over and over that of the assault that they encountered. Here's the thing. If they were to get assaulted and go to the hospital and get those resources in the form of something else, like for example, an emergency plan B pill or anything like that, they can also terminate the pregnancy in a different way. But that's not always an option available to folks, especially because there are some people that have been assaulted that we don't even know about, you know, that they have been assaulted because they're not in a position to be able to come forward or they don't feel comfortable enough to do it. They feel too ashamed. And so they're not seeking services, but also they may not be in a position to do so. If a person, like we mentioned on our last episode, is being trafficked, do you think they're going to be able to escape and go get these services and then come back? Sometimes their traffickers do take them to get those services, but sometimes they do not. And sometimes they're having to terminate them in many other, in many other avenues. And like I said, in many other environments that are way more dangerous, but there's also individuals who have sought abortions because they had 
pregnancies that did not go the way they wanted, like for example, ectopic pregnancies, that would have been outlawed also with this. And so when we try to make it seem like it's a black and white issue and that it's so very simple and it's just because people don't know how to protect themselves enough and are not making good decisions, I think that that's minimizing it to an extreme that that does not acknowledge all that goes into it. One, two, it's also interesting that we'll say that it's because of the choices people make, but then in the same breath say that we should outlaw their ability to make that choice. If it is about choices, if that's how our world is, then we should allow there to be more avenues and opportunities for people to make their own decisions instead of making it illegal to do it. And so I think it was incredible to know that. So I think it was awesome that we were able to pass that same with marijuana. I'm glad that we were able to see that we can make these, you know, make something legal once again that many people were already participating in and knowing that we've been here before. We have absolutely been here before. Alcohol used to be an illegal thing. And so for us to debate it the way we have, and it's not something that does great things to people. There, are, There's no one I know who abuses alcohol that is in good health. That's that's not a thing. <laughs> so same with, you know, cigarettes. There's, there's many, unfortunately, there's a lot of harm that happens. But for some, it also provides, you know, great comfort. So it's just... We, there's different reasons why people participate, but we have to know that at one point in time, these things were illegal also. So for us to be here, that's why I said it's both, it was both historic, but also great that we could recognize that. And that what, there were many individuals who were able to support that, especially in a state like ours, which is usually primarily red, very Republican, you know, all of that. So I'm glad that those things happened. Um, apart from that, though, it's also just been a great you know, time to celebrate, you know, just different things that have happened, you know, and like I said, even with the show, I'm super excited that we've been able to have what I want to celebrate too is I actually put out there to individuals, at least on my socials, because, you know, we're not live yet. So I haven't had the chance yet to get it, but hopefully we'll move into that direction soon. But we, I put out there, you know, if anybody had questions about the show, if they had anything they wanted to tell me about it or anything like that before this birthday episode and that I would respond to them and, you know, consider them all that, lift them up. A lot of the resounding feedback that I got was about how many individuals were just grateful that we were shedding light on topics that many people do struggle with. But the one that touched me the most was that an individual reached out who had reached out to me after they saw an episode on the show with a person that they knew and that they were saying that you helped me break chains in my life that I had that I had not been able to break before. That one, I'm going to tell you all right now, that sums it up. <laughs> you know, that sums it up, especially because we were just talking about psychological chains on the last episode as well. And I myself have made mention of chains that we carry and that we uphold, and that honestly, we make sh so strong. You know, it's, it's not just that they exist, but how much strength we give them. And I will tell you, as a person who's been very guilty of that, I have had so many chains in my own life, and that you can't even see, that I would carry on a regular basis, but instead of doing the work to break them, I was doing everything possible to keep them going, y'all. <laughs> I was making sure that, you know what, I'm gonna hold on to this because this is, this is what I know. This is the life that I've been in and it's, it's everything I know and it's everything I'm used to. And so I'm not, I'm not even interested in doing it, but quite frankly, it wasn't even like I saw life on the other side and was like, I don't want it. I couldn't even picture it to be honest. So like I was not going after something because I didn't even know it was there and I didn't even know it was an option available to me. And I most certainly didn't think it was an op option that I deserved or that I should be going after. I didn't even know it was there. And so knowing that that has happened with individuals has been 
amazing. Another conversation though that I had with someone was about the really the severity or like how much goes into domestic violence and how they found themselves in an abusive relationship and were working really hard to not only identify what it's like to be in that relationship, but the struggle this person was facing with leaving. And they were able, they were at the point where they were able to recognize, they were able to recognize that it is, there is a lot more consequences with being in the relationship. I don't feel good. I don't feel like myself in this relationship anymore. I'm spending so much more time fighting the person instead of celebrating. I'm facing so much more time worrying instead of just being happy. And I feel like I'm walking on eggshells and I have this is no longer the same person that I fell in love with. And so we had a real conversation about that, you know, and I found myself, you know, meeting with that person. And not only the conversation moved from online to in person because I wanted to be able to talk to this person more, you know, get in their head and see, you know, where they were coming from. And it was, it really reminded me how much and like what we have, you know, told y'all about how much courage it really does take, but how hard it can really feel to know that you deserve better, but not know how to get there yet. And to not be able to materialize it, recognize it or move, make steps towards it because you still think it's such an elusive concept because it's hard for you to picture how to get there. And because there's so many things still pulling you back. And I think that's that psychological piece that we can't talk about enough because it's like, that's what we mean by those. Are, those are what the chains look like. You know, you being able to even see for, because as I mentioned, of course, it's going to be hard to go after freedom when you can't see it. But it's also even harder to go after freedom when you can't reach it. You know, when there's somebody either pulling you back from that freedom or you yourself see it, you're like, oh, I kind of I kind of can see that light. But honestly, I don't know that I can go after it or that I you know, deserve to go after that or that it's going to feel right even if I do it. You know, when I could just stay over here in the same life that I've been in with this person that at one point in time I really did love and, and actually not did do still find myself loving despite everything that has happened with them. I still love this person. And in this person's case, they did have children with this person. So they see that person in the eyes of their children and it's just so many things there. So being able to talk to that person was incredible. They're, you know, still working through things as it is. And it's just knowing that these kind of conversations help plant seeds to that. Cause that's all I really want for folks is for them to be able to see that, materialize it, and hopefully be able to make steps towards it. Because that's really all it takes is being able to at least know it first, recognize it first, and then be able to put in that action. I mean, first, if you can't even, you know, accept it or want it, you know, please. And so what I had also told this person, and I want to reiterate to anyone in that situation, is that you also got to applaud yourself, though, for even considering it. Even if you find yourself in a place right now where you're like, oh, I kind of want to, but I'm not sure, you know, many things are pulling me back and I'm not, you know, I don't know if I really am going to make that step. The fact that you even have in that internal battle is great, y'all. At least that means that you're in a place where you're questioning where you are. You know that there's some pull to the other side. That's a great place to be. Even if it may not feel that way, even if there are many things making you feel guilty about that, I'm telling you right now that that's still better than being in a place where you don't even feel that pull because you are so stuck in where you are that you can't even, your mind can't even allow you to entertain that. That is the worst place to be in. And so anytime that you are not there is a great, is a, is a great time, but it's also a great place, you know, for you to occupy and for you to be in. So it's, it is wonderful. 
And so because of that, I also wanted to spend a little bit of time saying that I want to start looking at life more more deeply into what life looks like on the other side. And so I love that we have spent the past year talking about what these issues look like, you know, and how to recognize them, how to identify them, you know, why it's important to talk about them and all that stuff. But once you start actually making those steps and wanting to break those chains, what does that life look like? You know, and how what do I do then? You know, because it's a lot of what ifs, right? Like, all right, cool. I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. I'm feeling really great. I think I'm motivated. What do I do now? And what in the world is my life going to look like now? I definitely want to speak to that. And the first part of that, that I want to indulge in when it comes to that is even starting with myself. So when I first made the decision to leave, I don't want to minimize at all. And I don't think I can emphasize enough how difficult it was, especially at the start. I knew I had made a good decision, right, to like leave the relationship that I was in and that I was making a better decision for myself and for my children. But the other thing is that the if I were to do anything differently, it was that I did it very misinformed though. And so I did it without seeking like proper help and like getting resources. That's why I like can't get tired of telling y'all like, please seek people out. You know, take advantage of your resources, taking advantage of your network. I did it very misinformed. And so I was trying to do a lot of things by myself because that was the first step, right? Was that I was like, okay, cool. Like, I want to leave. I'm going to do that. But I took that step and didn't have like some place to land on, you know, that was steady. So honestly, it took me a while, not just to materialize the breakup and being able to move on but it also took me a while to rebuild the foundation that had been broken once the relationship had fell apart and I mean that in an emotional sense I mean that in a physical sense and I mean that in a financial sense and so because of that I even made financial decisions that I really could have avoided had I simply taken time you know honestly to either reflect on where I was and what was better I'll even be transparent enough to say that because I wasn't where I wanted to be, like even with bills, for example, because I went from two income household to now it's one and I didn't know where I should put my money. I remember being late on some payments and actually choosing intentionally which ones to be late on and making the wrong decision, by the way, because now y'all know like things follow you when it comes to taxes and all that. So, yeah, there was some decisions, financial decisions I made when I first broke up with my abusive partner that haunted me for a while and like for years afterward and it was simply because I didn't know like I said I was going from a misinformed place and because I was coming from a place where I already felt less than and I already felt like I'm a failure for even letting this happen I didn't see it as a success that it was and even to this day like I've had individuals remind me and that's what I'm so grateful for and that's what I always want to be a voice for you for so if I'm the only person telling you this like, please, you know, we need to make sure that that gets emphasized is that that's not a failure. OK, a relationship, especially of that kind ending, any relationship ending, you know, whether it's a friendship or anything like that. Why are we always so afraid of endings? You know, and we are so afraid to embrace the new beginning. We do that so very often to ourselves and we're like, how, how am I supposed to? you know, do this, you know, and what does it look like to do this and why? Why am I at this age or at this stage in my life starting over? Why would I do that to myself? Why would I want to? Why not is my question. Why not? Because you'd rather spend the rest of your life in this terrible situation, the same one that has brought you zero fulfillment. You don't think your life is going to age you quicker that way? You don't think things are going to be way worse? 
I can definitely tell you from experience that, yeah, I, I want to make sure that it's clear that I am speaking to anyone in that situation that, no, it's absolutely better on the other side. There's so much more to it. And, yes, it definitely can feel hard as ever at the beginning. It definitely feels hard to fall. In any time, any time in your life where you fall, there's, it's, there's, you're not going to escape the pain that comes with that. But the peace that you're able to experience, there is no monetary value that can go on that. So even all the bills that I was laid on, you know what I'm saying? Even the decisions that I was making that I had no idea about, that I was navigating with no roadmap, I would do it all over again in a heartbeat. You know, like I told you, I just would rely more on others and ask for more help, but I would do it again. I would do it again and I would do it 10 times over just to be where I am now and just to be able to recognize that. And as I mentioned, what I would add, though, is recognizing the success in that and not seeing it as a failure that many people try to point it out to be. Leaving a relationship is not a failure. Ending a friendship does not mean that you're a failure. Having to start over in your career. If you are unhappy in your career and you're like, what is this? Why do I feel myself in such a rut? And you're like, but I don't know about like starting over at the beginning and then like reinventing myself. I seen a post by somebody on LinkedIn that was like, you know, how hard it was to have to like start over in their careers because they realized they didn't like where they were. Do it, though. It's so much better to do that and to get on this path towards happiness than to stay where you are and to feel worse and to feel trapped. And so that's what we're saying. If we're going to break these chains, then we got to stop allowing ourselves to feel trapped by these different emotions, by guilt, and by things like shame. Because there's nothing for us to be ashamed of. There's all of us out here are figuring it out. There is no person on this earth that has the perfect recipe for these things. So because of that, we are bound to make mistakes. We are bound to not always get it right. And we are bound to give ourselves grace when we are embracing a new chapter or any new beginning. And so I definitely want to, you to feel encouraged to do that. You know, anytime you want to do that and anytime you feel called to that, that's not an accident. That's not an accident. And that's something that you should absolutely embrace. And if you want to do that with the proper support and with the proper people around you, please do. Because it's not going to be the easiest thing to do, but it's absolutely going to be the best thing for you. So I hope that we are, you know, able to do that more and to delve more into that here. And I, I definitely want to do that, like I said, with this year too, with this new year upon us. You know, we have already started a new season upon us and it's even a new season in the world as well that we can continue to have conversations in that world and what that's like and how in order to really strip ourselves of those things, how we can really equip ourselves to do that and more of what in the world does that look like when we do that. And so those are going to be um, some of the topics that for sure we are, you know, planning uh, to cover. And so I definitely, you know, plan to do that. I am definitely putting a call out to anyone that's in those, you know, in those areas that want to delve deeper into that. Please let me know because we will definitely be having more of those topics. But also I want to put a call out to anyone who feels called to contribute feedback in any way other than the ones that I've already heard. Um, I'm going to be wanting to get way more dialogue from folks. I'm going to start putting, you know, more questions out there and asking us things about things that we have discussed how we going to face our toxicity in our own lives, how we can break free from these things, you know, what, how can we do to really embrace the life on the other side and just so many things like that. So please know that all of that is coming. And I do plan to also, I feel very called to also want to have more community events. So as those details unfold, please know that I'll be sharing them with y'all first. Cause you know, y'all homies. And so, you know, y'all the crew, y'all the originals, y'all are everything. So, you know, if I'm gonna share with anybody, I'm gonna share with y'all. And anytime that you get to an end of one of my episodes, I just want you to know that I 
just thank you so very much just for even, you know, out of all the things that you can listen to, out of all the things that you could be participating with and taking part in that I was part of, you know, your day, you know, that I was part of your thought process and that you were with me here now and that we can support one another. And so please, you know, embrace your call to freedom, embrace your call to the other side and, you know, please join me on this journey that we are continuing to take together where we are saying all the things and recognizing all these behavior, um, behaviors and patterns and breaking them change, y'all. We're going to break. We're going to continue to break them. And so thank you to all of the people that have supported Santana Sis for a whole year. Um, and, you know, welcome to all the people that will be joining us hopefully in the future. You know, if this happens to be your first one, then welcome. And like I said, if you've been rocking with me, hugs all around to you. Mi gente, bella, mi gente linda, beautiful people that you are. And so thank you. And so we will continue to do this on all Feel Good Fridays, but also you're going to feel them emotions any day of the week. So please be encouraged any day, um, but especially on Friday, feel free to pull up a seat, enjoy this conversation, and continue to grow with us. Thank you. 